0: This is Pulse95. You're listening to the Halftime Show podcast. Oh, he loves the fire that... What a goal. This is the Halftime Show with Omar al on Pulse95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. Wonderful. It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar al I'm your host covering everything sport, international local. The Halftime Show is back. And I'm delighted to be back with you. Plenty to catch up on. Hope you're having a blessed day wherever you're tuned in around the world, whether it's 95FM, Pulse95Radio.com, our app, Sharja Broadcasting Authority, or even if you're in the comfort of your very own home listening to us on the podcast on Apple, Spotify, and SoundCloud, the halftime show is about to kick off. And coming up on today's show, I want to ask you, how's your month been? the emotions, the challenges, the winnings out of it. I want to hear all about that. And here at the Halftime Show, we're more than just a sports show. We like to look at things from a different angle. We look at mental health, gut health, and how the brain plays such an integral role in performance. We're also talking about the return of sports, with MMA being the first to drop UFC 249. Did it live up to the billing, the expectation, the hype? Was it premature from Dana White to do so? How important are the fans in sport? And what has it taught you about support? With sports returning to action, what are the different phases that need to be overcome to bring sports back to our TV screens? Plenty to talk about on the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse 95. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves the fire that- what a goal. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. Wonderful. Salam and welcome back to the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. You have no idea how grateful I am to be saying that. Yeah. Sorry it took so long, but we're here now. And I'll give, I'll give a shout out to the Pulse95 team and especially Yala home. Anna Schofield, big has for keeping me sane throughout Ramadan by allowing me to come onto Yellow Home and talk about the challenges we are facing throughout this unprecedented time. Now I can only speak on behalf of myself and boy was it a challenge. I think many can relate when it comes down to the challenge we faced, we don't normally know what's gonna happen next. And I think that's what casts a big cloud over our future. And I mentioned that on Yellow Home. What's very interesting is when we reflect. What are our winnings? With sports down, the halftime show was down, so that was my challenge. So first thing I want you to think about was what was your challenge? Then instead of feeling sorry for yourself and not knowing if I would get the chance to do the show again, I want you to think now and put yourself in that situation. What was your challenge for the month of Ramadan and how did you get out of it? Now I thought I need to practice, so my learning curve was designing a show which I can practice so that if the halftime show does resume, I haven't forgotten how to produce a show and that show was called reset 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 now enhancing the experience was a new learning curve for me and that was by adding visuals so we created reset talks on Instagram with the help of my better half Maria we realized that people like to see interviews so I kind of turned it around from making it a positive out of a negative now I want to flip it around to you what was your learning curve during quarantine? So that's the second phase. So the first phase was what was the challenge? And the second part is what did you gain out of it? And what was your learning curve? Winnings. I always like to end on a positive. So what were your winnings from the situation? Building a relationship with the Pulse95 team was something which made me feel grateful that even though we weren't in the charger Broadcasting Recent. Authority Recent. For Pulse95 Recent. studios, Recent. anytime I had a question, Vikas would help. Big House would help, Anna Schofield, Omnia Saleh, Rania Saadi, Kareem, Gabby would help me. So I didn't feel out of touch. And perhaps if the experience didn't happen, I wouldn't have gone through this type of emotion because my back was against the wall. Now, amongst that, I also got to train clients virtually, which to be honest, gave me so much more than just money. And that tells you once we had to respect regulations and stay home, all of a sudden things turned to virtual. And that hasn't always been my strength. So a lot of the winnings that came out of it was actually really trying to adapt and adjust to, let's say, an uncomfortable time. Now, I was able to get genuine reactions to the training, lows and highs through programs I designed for them. And guess what? It gave me so much more than what I expected. And I got to give a special shout out to a few people (laughs) probably tuned in right now as we speak. Dana, Raha, Claudia, Paul, Leanne, Dina, Nedwa, Spicy. Eamon, Sally, Murad, Isa, Rajvi, Anya, Coco, Janaid, and anyone else tuned in on the Halftime Show right now, This show's for you. What were your challenges for the month? What were your learnings? And what were your winnings? That's my question to you. Slide into the DMs on Instagram at Omar Alduri and Pulse95 Radio and let me know what they were. Those three in that list. And coming up next... Sports is back and plenty to reflect on with mixed martial arts taking that first step during quarantine. Please just send me location. Was it a huge risk or the door to sports returning? Stay tuned for more on Pulse 95. This is The Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. This is The Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. Wonderful. Salam so and welcome back to The Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. I'm your host covering everything sport, international local. Sports is back on the screens. And seeing that we've missed out on each other, I want to hear from you. Has it been what you expected? Has it lived up to the expectation? Because I'll tell you, I was prepared to watch anything, <laughs> Anywhere, I just wanted to watch sports. I needed it just for my mindset, just to be able to kind of escape. And you know what? I was even prepared to watch the Belarusian League. I was playing FIFA 2020 with friends in London. Shout out to everyone in London who was playing FIFA 2020 with me online. But one person who did make that happen is UFC president Dana White, who put on a first big public sports show in UFC 249, which hit incredible pay-per-views. Now, that wasn't just that. It was the first big show back under the spotlight, seeing as many different, you know, perspectives and sports. We're zoning into whether anyone would test positive because a lot of the times we have to think of health first. And unfortunately, Jacare Souza did get tested positive for the coronavirus and was removed from the event with one day to go. However, Dana White did choose to allow the show to go on. My heart felt heavy, you know, for Jacare and and his two cornermen as well who all got tested positive i'll keep thinking about one thing if i can't pay my house mortgage if i can't pay my bills i'm going to lose my house words that came out of jack harry mouth And and for me if you were president of the ufc would you allow the show to go on or would you call it off for health and safety and that's where i put myself in the situation of the fighter of the two cornermen and then the president once he sees that these people got tested he still allowed the show to go on and that also created a bit of skepticism from the media now the show did go on and Justin Gaethje annihilated the unorthodox Tony Ferguson setting back the much anticipated fight between Habib Nurmagomedov and Tony Ferguson It was the perfect cliches of styles make fights and Justin Ichi's style was not what Ferguson had anticipated leading up to the fight with two weeks notice to prepare. Now, For those that don't know, it takes longer than two weeks to adjust tactically, stylistically when it comes to matching up against an opponent. A lot of studies made about it, sports science, movement, different styles in the mixed martial arts game, but question marks also whether it was smart to make weight. For his own preference he made weight. Now on this occasion, I personally didn't feel we could have got a better main event had there been fans because it was definitely one of the best fights we've seen in a while, even pre-lockdown. But I want to know what you thought. What did you think of UFC 249? What did you think of Justin Gaethje's performance against Tony Ferguson? Fatality. Is there an element of you that feels sorry for Tony Ferguson because he took on a fight to save the event, which he ended up losing, and also setting him back from the much-anticipated fight he won with Habib, even as having Bruce Buffer as the announcer and Joe Rogan and Daniel Cormier ringside? Let me know at Pulse95 Radio at Omar al on the only place to be at 3, the halftime show on Pulse95. This is, the Show with this is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse95. Oh, he loves the fire goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! Welcome back to the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Delighted to be back with you all. Right, let's get stuck into this. We miss football. When is it back? What are the stages and what's going on? That's the questions we hear every single day from the media, from the journalists, from the government in the UK, trying to find out when we're gonna get these answers. Now today, the Premier League get together to vote if they're good enough to move to phase two. So the next question you're probably asking is, what are the phases? What is stopping it from progressing, and do we have a rough date? Well, phase one is social distant training, meaning there will be no contact with the players. They'll be allowed to use the pitch, get touches on the ball, and work on their fitness. And Clubs in England have already began this process, which was different to the individual programs they did at home during quarantine. Phase two is contact, which is what the meeting about today is to confirm. They are all good to proceed with that. Why is phase two crucial? Because there's several specific movement patterns. You can only get match fitness. And from that is based on real game scenarios. Now, as a coach, my learning involved, you know, understanding real life scenarios. And when we were always judged on programming our sessions to become game scenario based, anything else would be seen as a failure. Tomorrow on Thursday, the governing bodies will meet in the UK to discuss the possible return to football. Yeah, that's right football I'm telling you I'm so excited initially we were set for the 12th of June which has been pushed back now we're hearing dates of the 19th or even 26th of June depending on these meetings that happen now there's this other aspect of broadcasters which need to settle for a deal with the clubs which compensate them for the money that has been put aside for normal games before COVID-19 what does this mean the fixture list will be decided the broadcasters not getting the product they paid for, the venues, will it be home or away? Will that make a difference behind closed doors? There's so many factors that could influence the season and there's so many things riding behind it. However, one thing I will say, meeting with the players and managers are going on. We know that for a fact. We know there's been some players who are not happy to come back due to safety, but will the players be ready physically, mentally? Will there be a fear factor of coming back and catching it now if you were an athlete being asked to return would you be scared bearing in mind you go home to your family what if you what if you have newborns if you have kids around surely that factors in your mind but I'm asking now how is that gonna play a part in the remainder of the season should that continue according to plan now on the 1st of June the government date for possible return of elite sports behind closed doors will be announced That means that by then all the meetings would have gone through, phase two would be complete, moving on to the third phase. On the 12th of June, Premier League initially aiming to return with the first fixture is what's noted down on the phase list. Now, this isn't about the players only, but also about the medical staff and the coaches who have a huge responsibility, not just to help follow guides to prevent the virus reaching the players, but also injuries. Injuries such as soft tissue, All these factors we think about, we're so excited to have the players back, but getting them that sharp and avoiding injury is so key, especially if we're expected to finish all the fixtures within a certain time period. Now, anyone who's played the game is aware that if you don't train the way you play, you're likely to pick up injuries. And the reason why you would pick up injuries is because you need other players to make it be realistic in contact and competition. Now, football, like a lot of ball sports can be chaotic it's reactive, and you're not moving the same ways all the time at the same speed. There are plenty of unpredictable movement patterns that coaches study, which help develop your game. And that goes for basketball, football, rugby, and similar sports. So the responsibility on the medical staff and the coaches to fulfill a program without having a clear indication of the long term plan. And and that is probably the most challenging thing. Because normally if we have a four to six week preseason as a coach, what you would do is you'd plan out all your programs to get to a certain point by the fourth week. And that would be two weeks away from competition. Right now, we still don't have the dates finalized. And there's so much pressure, the pressure of the fans and the, govern- the government and the world is zoned in. So it's a lot to handle. You know, are these factors you look at as fans or do you just want this to happen? Slide into the DMs at Omar and Pulse ninety on Instagram and let me know. We know things are getting less strict nowadays, which adds to the excitement. But should we be more careful? I've had a couple of people recently send us messages in our in our WhatsApp group saying football's back soon. We're gonna get ready to play and go to these facilities once they open up and once they give us the clear. Go ahead. I don't know, I'm a bit skeptical, you know, because I I live with my family, I live with my mom and my wife, you never know who's carrying it, we have to be on the cautious side, and also respect regulations, social distancing, and everything is still something we have to look for, and we still have to be very careful about More coming up on the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse95. This is the Halftime Show. With Omar Aduri on Pulse 95. 95. Oh, he lifts the pirate! the that... goal? This is the halftime show with Omar Aduri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Salaam and welcome back to the Halftime Show with Omar al Hope you're having a blessed day wherever you're tuned in around the world, whether it's 95FM, Pulse95Radio.com, our app, Sharjah Broadcasting Authority, or even if you're in the comfort of your very own home, listening to us on the podcast, Apple, Spotify, and SoundCloud. My question for you guys today is how important are the fans to the sport we love? It could be any sport. It could be basketball, football, rugby, American football, cricket... How important are the fans? And more than ever now, we're starting to think about the cheers or the jeers or the reaction it brings out of the players, the celebrations, the drama. With some sports returning, we're facing this sense of, hmm, yeah, no atmosphere, no emotion, just like the Bundesliga. We We just witnessed Bayern Munich versus Borussia Dortmund, top of the table clash, and yet you couldn't help but feel something was missing. And I'm sure when the Premier League returns and there won't be any fans and it will be behind closed doors, we'll still feel some of that. Now, some teams have shown innovation. And I have to say, I was very impressed with a couple of their ideas. One team had posters of fans who attend the stadium regularly, all over the stadium, which is kind of cool. I thought that was nice. Nice little gesture, nice little touch. Another team even had Zoom videos of fans interacting. And that was Danish club Aris Introduce virtual stadiums for spectators to attend via zoom is the report said danish side agf arias will convert their home ground into a virtual stadium for the first match of the country's restarted campaign by allowing supporters into the game through video platform zoom god zoom has just saved a lot of people interaction virtually staying safe you know linking with friends and family i spoke with Omnia Saleh about this recently, and we were talking about how we were connecting with our families throughout Eid, you know, respecting the, you know, the home isolation and just being at home and self-distancing. But is it the same though? You know, will this impact the athletes? Will it impact the fans? You know, all these things are factors. Sometimes we just kind of overlook. I guess only time will tell. But in this, the first time we truly see the value of supporters in sport now for a long time clubs were in control and they slowly over the last decade have shown a voice for the fans and the fans are quite loud as well but now more than ever eliminating the fans obviously through the pandemic and what we're going through is very understandable but there is something missing if we look at the emergence of arsenal fan tv you know over the last 10 years shout out to troops in dt by the way who are seen as the voice of arsenal fan base my question is when football does resume will the fans have a larger say in how the club is run let me know your thoughts really interested to see what you would say and we are reaching full time on the halftime show remember you can catch us every monday wednesday and saturday at 3 p.m I can't wait to catch up with you guys. I'm so happy to be back. That's full time. And up next, Dynamic Duo Aisha mazmi and Mikal Atiyah on the Afternoon Karak. Have an incredible day. Peace. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday from 3 p.m.